This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest Movie Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, Mr. Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? Good. We have a very special guest. The Not voice, that special. The voice you've heard at the beginning of every podcast, Mr. Michael Robinson. Welcome back, sir. Uh, good to be here. Uh, today we are discussing a film that pretty much changed the world. Um, one that you've all seen, you all love, but I figured we'd, uh, we'd bring it back. Uh, the first and possibly greatest John Woo American film, Hard Target. Justin just saw this film for the first time. I've never seen it. I've only seen the end. Spoil us. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty fun. I have to say, I did like it. But you're saying it's a classic. You rose it to I'm, the level of I'm, classic. There may be sarcasm. It, no sarcasm here. That is you a, said it was the best American John Woo film. Is it the best American film? John Claude Van Damme film. Yes. I, yeah, I mean, I like, I like Time Cop. Mm-hmm. I like Universal Soldier a lot, but that's a that's a Dolph Lundgren film. Well, they share. They yeah. share. It's but Dolph is why the there's only one good part with Van Damme. Do you remember the best part with him? Of Universal Soldier. Yeah, his I just best wa- part. Just want to eat. I just want to eat. Yeah, and he does the splits on the counter. Well, that's how he gets. That's food. yeah. It's every. <laughs> well, it was every Van Damme American film. <laughs> then age happened. Do you don't think he's still? I haven't no, seen it. I haven't seen a Jean Claude Van Damme movie for a long time. I saw a show on Amazon for a little bit. I, they wash up on Netflix. With he was on Man in the pretty... High Castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... Can you imagine if he was? <laughs> he's he's too busy doing uh, what is he doing now? Doritos, Cheetos, one of those. And he did splits between trucks on a commercial. Right, he did. He did. What that was that too. for? I. I hope that was for Doritos as well. <laughs> Do you think he ever went the... Remember Angie Everhart had her legs insured for like a million dollars? Do you ever think Jean-Claude got insured his Did Angie legs? Everhart got her legs insured? Well, I mean, I think... That's I know J-Lo what, was rumored to have her ass insured. I think Angie Everhart at least said that. I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. Do they insure legs? I think she insured her own. Craig Shepard had one of his knuckles insured for $30. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't approve it. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you insure? Like, what body parts in in Hollywood would you get insured other than Robert Zadar's body? Who would, like, lately? Who would be a good... Who's known for, like, a a feature? Brad Cooper's got dreamy eyes, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. 
Okay. But who's who's known for like you mentioned J Lo already? But who's known for like a a feature that's very like they're they're cast for it or they're they're known for it, made fun of for Peter it. Dinklage, his whole body. Yeah, it's kind of an attraction. Vin Diesel's what I, I'm not going to call them biceps. I'm going to say the guns. Right. That's although how they're not that impressive him. anymore. Well, it, he's also aging. Yeah, there 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 is that. I don't um, think he cares that much. Too. They, you know, it's funny about this. Just talking about Hard Target real quick. I read, and I'm not going to zoom in too much because I I just read some trivia. But they apparently Jean Claude, who had some command in this movie, and you guys probably know that he had some uh, you know hold over the film that maybe John Woo didn't have, had made made them shoot. They have a camera aimed at his muscles the entire time. Did you hear this? Like so, that was one of the things they had like a camera capturing the actor. They had special. Muscle capturing camera, apparently. Maybe it's <laughs> muscle a lie. capturing. So it's just like he had a. It's a weight. It's to ensure that they were capturing capturing the most physique at all times possible. Now they said they never use that footage, but it's out there. There's a cut of this movie that just focuses on his ripped torso mm. and legs. But they they said that they just did that to kind of pacify him. Wait, his legs. I'm sure that I, his legs are also muscular. You know what I'm saying? But they were covered up by jeans like the entire Yeah, movie. I was about yeah. to say. He's, he's denim Dan for pretty much 90 yeah. And he actually, he's trenched a lot. His coat, his trench coat's covering. But he said that he wanted to focus on his physique. Like, that's why they have a special camera. Anyway, All right, so well, that's kind of what we're talking about. Who would, who would like, maybe command that, who would be that vein in, in this day and age? Mm-hmm. Would there, is there an action star that you think? An action star? Even an action star, would they... Can you imagine like, who's an action star these days? Like besides Tom Cruise, Bruce Greenwood. Am <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. I wrong? <laughs> um, I mean, fuck, I mean, Jason focus Statham. on Bruce Greenwood. Well, and then, there, and yeah, then Statham. All the action stars now are like you know the director. The it, no, I mean like Scott Adkins and Tony Jaa. Right. And, you know, it's it. They're not in like wide release American movies. No. For uh, like Scott Adkins will show up in one mm-hmm. and then leave. Like the guy he was, he was in Doctor Strange. The guy from the Raid that was in the Mark Wahlberg film is sort of one of those guys. Right. Ico Ico Oase. Yeah. And Tony yeah. Jaa actually has a camera trained at the jungle the whole time. Call <laughs> <laughs> back. Um, so um. So but, let's talk about Hard Target. Right. Unless okay. you had a joke that you need I to don't get have out. No okay, idea no. What so, there. Hard Target is the first stateside venture for John Woo. And I, pr- the first, like, legitimate, I think, Van Damme. Like, he did Bloodsport. He did Death Warrant. He did a couple of those dog shits. Lionheart. That was, that was his graduation from, like, the canon ghetto. Yeah. Like, he, he, he started there. And no Darren Serafian on this film. <laughs> he fought but, his way out. Yeah. So, he, uh, so this was a kind of a. It wasn't a big deal, but I remember because there was like a Sam Raimi connection as well, mm-hmm. and John Woo's big coming out party. I remember seeing the movie instantly in the theater and having fun, but there was two things that irritated me initially. First of all, do you remember in the trailer, there was a different line delivery in one of the trailers of the How, to, how Does It Feel to Be Hunted? In, the, in one of the trailers... He said, how does it feel to be hunted? It was like really... Who ro- says it? Van Damme. Yeah, he, and, he's throwing it back in Henderson's face. In the finished film, it's sort of buried a little bit underneath yeah. explosions and whatnot. And the other thing was is that um, I think I expected more dialogue. Because if this film was played at normal length without mm-hmm. slow motion, it would be 11 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's all slow motion. <laughs> well, that's what... You know, John Woo's got... He's all. That's all. That's that's his trademark is unnecessary slow motion. Kind of like, um, uh, who else does that? 
I guess Zack Snyder kind of does this with the ramping, speed ramping. Speed ramping. Right. That that's like John Woo's slow mo. But he John Woo starts out he's capturing John Claude right off the bat in slow motion, like in that diner. Yeah, really. Like, yeah. He the like, camera's he, in love with him in yes, this right. movie. Yeah. All right. He's a sex symbol. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to tell us a little bit about the premise of Hard Target? Mike, I want you. You want because you're. This is the film that you love, right? I mean, it, it's, it why is. Not, why don't you cover the the premise for us? Okay, so it is a play on the most dangerous game. Mm-hmm. Is the first of of many wonderful '90s hunting humans movies. Um, Surviving the game, being yeah. the best. <laughs> Surviving nice the game is it's up a nice there. Nice T movie. That's right. right. And Rucker right. Howard. Yeah. Uh, Gary, a ton, Gary Busey. A ton of people yeah, in it. A lot of people in it. A lot of dicks for Ice Abraham murder. Oh fuck! You know who's in it? William McNamara is in that. Great actor. <laughs> <laughs> Copycat. Doesn't sound believable. Um, Chas- Chasers. Stealing home. So getting back to the plot, it, <laughs> it is it is a hunting humans movie. So you start out with a. He was really good in the unemployment line. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hunting humans, please. <laughs> So, yeah, we start out in, in New Orleans. There's a, a nondescript, uh, looks like a homeless guy being hunted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out later in the movie that there's something special about all the people being hunted. And um, he is being tracked by all these rich uh, assholes. Uh, he, For some reason in this movie, everybody decides to run straight down the middle of the streets of New Orleans. They give him a, yeah, yeah, they give him a head start. They give him a head start. Mm-hmm. I, you don't know that it cuts in right when right, he's getting it. Yeah. Right, nobody nobody thinks to go down alleys. <laughs> <laughs> All the doors are mysteriously locked as they try to. I, it, this <laughs> no, is not realistic, but anyway, he takes the loss. Uh, Van Dam enters the picture because the gentleman who gets murdered at the beginning has uh, a relative played by the effervescent Yancey Butler, um, and she then employs uh, John Claude Van Dam, noticing his his wonderful mullet muscles denim that's a pretty pretty potent combo well, and he and he he saves her for some from some trouble right off the bat there's like, that too he turned right he turns she come, her well, down she, she comes looking and kind of looking for her dad she right. he just kind of she's kind of she lost touch with him and she doesn't know what happened she wants right. to get by touch with him and then john claude they connect they kind of i i guess like she help. she read a book on how to find people and waving cash around <laughs> in the seediest parts of new orleans was like chapter one she didn't read chapter two, <laughs> apparently. Right. So, yeah, Van Damme helps her out. Uh, she's trying to throw cash everywhere. It doesn't work. Um, he And then the two of them engage against this massive conspiracy of, of rich assholes. And by massive, you mean tiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay, so it's headed by Lance Henriksen. He keeps flying people in. So right. he's got he's got a booming business. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of right. like hostile in a way. You remember? Right. That? So it's like these rich people that pay... The Christian Bell movie, right? <laughs> that pay assholes to uh, kill people. So right. that's, it's kind of it's it's certainly less less gory and and, and torture porny than that. But it's that's kind of what reminded me of watching it. Is, right. Uh, certainly the dangerous game, but then also uh, the one of the best Eli Roth pictures ever made. It is the best Eli Roth. Hostile, right. yes. Well, what about you? Never saw Clock in the Walls, did you? I have not. I missed it. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's a very thin premise, but. Enough to get Mr. Van Dam out on his way and to show off his uh, his kicking. Uh, yeah. So and 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 the, just the cap that premise. They soon find out Yancey Butler's dad was murdered. 
you know, Jean Claude makes some connections. He's so then it's that yeah, it sets him on the trail of these murderers. Like, how did he die? Who killed him? And you know, and then a lot of a lot of this stuff apparently uh, reading about it was there's a lot more footage of the bad guys uh, in it. Like, there's a lot of footage of Hendrickson. I guess they they him and Vasilou, the ba- right. main bad guys. They right. apparently they they worked really. They were their scenes were great, but apparently Jean Claude was a little jealous, and he says you don't do that. And Jean Claude film, you don't. You have to focus on Jean Claude. The, the reality, I mean, I would take a two-hour version of this film in a heartbeat. Right. Yeah, they had well, more Vosloo and Henderson. Yeah, and the and the Vosloo Henderson Henriksen stuff is just is gold. Yeah. I mean, those guys are just Vosloo came out of the gate swinging in this. I mean, I, I don't think I'd Absolutely. seen him in anything before this, but he is. He's great in this, and he's you yeah. know what? I and looked, they, he gets a lot of hero shots too. I looked him up. He's fairly still fairly young. I mean, he he this he must have shot this when he was in his third. I guess he's, I think it was like twenty Vosloo. <laughs> but uh, but what he he what was he in before this? Anything? He, the mummy was after this, Mrs. right? Vosloo. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't remember anything before that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was God. What a what a way to. I don't think Van scene. Damme knew that it was going to be Vosloo's coming out party as much as his. Well, Michael, we did a movie on here before called uh, Nighthawks, which I'm sure you're right. familiar Stallone. Right. And there was uh, what came up was there was some conflict on that movie between Stallone and Howard because Howard's charisma was. You know, taking over the movie. Right. Sounds like there was sort of a similar thing happening here, but you know, it's still. It, I think this movie works better a little bit than the right. Nighthawks. Well, Van Damme had action charisma. Arnold Vosloo had talking charisma. So <laughs> there, there was a problem there. Oh, yeah, Whenever right. he stopped fighting, <laughs> Arnold Vosloo was immediately ten thousand times more interesting. So. Right. He's the voice of common sense, though, between him and Lance. And he, well, he's the one that wants to leave. Yeah. Yeah. He's also the one that wants to kill him from the air. Well, and he, and the thing about it, when you're watching this movie, you're like, why don't they leave? Like, why wouldn't <laughs> right. they just leave? But he, I, I guess Henriksen hates Van Damme so much, right. you know, that he can't leave. I guess we should talk about yeah, you, talk, you. You talk about the name. Well, I mean, we don't. Names? I mean, do we care? I mean, we got Van Damme. He's Jean, got the best name. That's Jean Jean Claude Van Damme plays Chance Boudreau. Boudreau. Chance. Chance. But, yeah, but but that's that's a great. That's a immediately a great name. Chance, Chance. Boudreau. Yeah. And and you know how he got that name? How his mama took one. <laughs> His mama took one. Uh, Yancey Butler plays Nat, as we discover. And how did she get that that name? Is that one of your favorite parts of the did movie? You, did one of their they're talking about names, and then uh, Jean Claude or Chance asks her if her parents named her after after why did her parents name her after a bug? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. And, and she explains that they did it. Well, if you, <laughs> if you, you, want, you mind if I zoom in? She explained to the audience. And, actually. Uh, the original name for her character was Mosquito. <laughs> so it made a little bit more sense in the script. From X-Men? Yeah. Um, uh, what, Miss Keto? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, she said, she explains, this is some good writing. Right. Short for Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> good that they cleared it up, you know. That'd be good if they just cut. Okay, is but it, why'd your parents name you after a bug? Cut. Cut. Or do a John Woo transition, like a dreamlike transition <laughs> right. to Hendrickson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> we we missed a boat on a previous episode doing Top Secret when what? they talk about the origin of his name, which is pretty great too. H- whose name? Val Kilmer's name. She's like, "What does your name mean, Nick?" Uh, it's just something my dad thought of when he was shaving. That's right. That's right. That's actually that's actually true. That's yeah. from the movie. Right. Yeah. All right. So first of all, there's some nasty saxophone in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's. It is it is like the the culmination of eighties action and then nineties woo. Yeah. What year so, did this come out? Does anybody remember? 
1993, I think. Is that right? Might be the only film that came out that year. Am I wrong, or is it ninety one? I don't know. I'm not trying. I'm not. I'm not loading write it. Write that down, and that's we got to zoom in on the phone. But I think it's ninety one or ninety three. Kind of am I wrong? How, how embarrassing. So is there is there a, f- a favorite early moment that's not a big 93, moment? Ninety three, huh? An early moment in the film that's not a big moment for you? There is. Because I got a million. I so, got a couple too. Okay, you let, go. Let, go ahead. So one of my favorite things at the beginning is during that chase you're talking about right. when they're chasing it start first of all it starts off in first person which I think is pretty great like, right and it's kind of like the classic so that homeless guy's actually the protagonist of the film what what did it, yeah what did it remind you of the classic Doom first person did not no oh. um, but I like when he's <laughs> I like the stunt that it's, he's got to be a pure woo where the guy's climbing a fence and the motorcycle nudges him off right like, you know basically kicks the fence kicks him off the fence. I thought those. I think those little tiny stunts in here are pretty, pretty neat. Tiny stunts. They are tiny stunts, though. They're like cute stunts, <laughs> cute motorcycles. Is there anything in the early moments that speaks to you? Um, the treatment of the arrows, actually. Oh, like, the, like, like, yeah, like the Raimi esque. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, very I mean, the way he did the camera work with the arrow. I mean, you you knew you were watching something a little bit different there. Well, yeah. the pay, but the, I'm sorry. The payoff for that did I? The, no, the, the payoff for that though is you keep expecting like who's going to be. Who's firing those arrows? It's just some generic thug. Yeah, some right? schmuck. Just some generic rich guy thug, right? Yeah. Should have been. I wish it was uh, Henriksen. Well, you can't. No. The, the whole point is that they host the murder thug. Well, so was it the main? Was it Because that, that rich guy comes back. The guy on that. Kill. Well, he brings a lot of his greatest yeah, hits right. back. He brings his case. greatest hits. Okay. Um, so one of my early moments is when he's getting when he's at the restaurant. Apparently, he's a, he's, he tries to cheat them out of, you know, how, he tries to cheat them out of having to pay for his treats there. And he and and the girl uh, catches him. You know she's onto him, and and he and he admits that the coffee was tolerable, but in his accent it sounds like he says the coffee was toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, he says the gumbo was a tragedy. Yeah. Right before he said before yeah. that, right? right. How is he, was it gumbo? Is he having gumbo? He had gumbo in a previous visit. This time he was having coffee, and yeah. he ends up paying for it. So it shows us that he's a good guy. Pains with, with change. Very, yeah, limited change. Yeah. They, he's, a, he's a dock worker. The only thing that they, because he's broke, but he's never, there's never a sit, time where he's like, hasn't showered. He looks incredible. He, you know, he's, he's apparently homeless. Like, you never see his right. place, but he's, everybody else is like wearing military fatigues and he's ex military. Everybody's dirty, but Jean Claude is like, yeah, he has like a, a fashion brand kind of homeless thing to yeah. him, like where the streets never actually get to him. No, he's the, he's the in perfect health. Always perfect. Yeah, he's got a yeah. gym membership apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. You know he's he, certainly got product for his hair. Right, he's, he's a dude, doc. He, worker, do you know who did he, his hair from the film? Yeah. Christ, <laughs> Christ himself. <laughs> his hair is magical. In this it, movie. it is great. Yeah. It's funny. There's a, one of the thugs that attacks Yancey at the very beginning has the same exact hairstyle. Right. So I, at first I was thinking that might be his stand-in that's just doing the action scene. Right. You know, stunt guys are a dime a dozen. You see him like three or four times a movie. But then I saw the guy up close and he looked like he ate Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> but that first fight was ridiculous. Him kick. He has to show off. There's a moment where he reveals he has to, his his weapon. He he pulls his coat back so you can see his that's leg. That's amazing. Right. Actually, it, it's you, amazing. You totally expect right. a gunslinger to be showing off his gun, and it's yep. his fucking leg. It's his leg. <laughs> yeah, he, he take his trench coat. Like I think I wrote down here when his when his trench coat finally comes off. It's right. a long time into the movie. But Nick's right. He sweeps it back. Slow like, motion. Slow motion. Hard like, to it, like it is going to reveal a, a gun, but it's his leg. And he uses it immediately. Right. He unholsters his leg. Um, but yeah, that, that I think that was one of the things in this movie that John Woo kind of liked was incorporating 
more Van Dam into the script, like kind of giving, putting more of his kicking prowess. The funny thing is, is there's the a thing, lot of kicking. He was right. least successful at capturing the kicking. I thought the kicking in slow motion, it loses some of its effectiveness. I, it's just like, but there's a lot of scenes that it's like uh, when he's ki- he kicks someone their, their glasses off or their cigar out of their mouth and then he sh- then he shoots them. Right. So it must have been like, oh, we forgot to add a kick to this scene. Okay, uh, put something in your mouth. Put a cigar <laughs> in your mouth. So, so. Well, not only is the cigar in his mouth, that actor is one of the greats of all time. Thor, uh, Sven Olthorsen. Yeah, was that the guy that had the cigar that gets kicked yep. out? Because yep. there's someone right. that gets glasses kicked off right after that or before yep. it. That's that guy that looks like He's in he's in a lot of John Woo movies too. That guy, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a William Tell type thing with the apple on the head, but it's Van Damme. It is a, a lot like William Tell. Yeah. That's that's what they were aiming is, for. Is that what it is? What a little is bit it? of Joseph Campbell, a little, a little bit, bit of William, William Tell. Tell. They yeah. put a lot of research into. They it. They should have done that, and I I bet they didn't think of it, but I bet they there was a moment where they could have kicked an apple off somebody's head in this, and then shot them in the chest <laughs> six times. <laughs> <laughs> Always followed up with a, shoot, a shooting spree. Right. Yeah. Wonder if Van D- Van Damme. Wonder if he was like, you know, no guns for maybe he didn't want to use guns so much, you know. Well, there's a little bit of a mismatch because yeah. traditionally in a Van Damme movie, you know, he has he works his way up, and the big boss is someone who's his physical superior, right? Um, you know, like some amazing Asian martial artist or wh- whatever, mm-hmm. and he has to work his way up to that guy. He has no physical equal in this movie. And his biggest enemy well, is is the English language. <laughs> Easy there, Brimley's there. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> He's a physical match for someone. I. Wolfer Brimley. Yeah, I, we're getting ahead of ourselves. He's, oh, we he's can't. He's, he looms larger of his film. He does. Um. Anyway, go ahead. So, do you think he looks like Scott Stapp, John Claude? He's kind of has the Scott Stapp style. In this. He does. He it he predated Stapp. He did. So Stapp has the Van Damme style in this. That's right. In, in his career. Um, what do you think about Cassie Lemons' work in this film? She was also in... I, well, first of all, I thought she was good. She has a very minor, weird scene in this when she's introduced. Birthday cake. Giving herself... Right? It's not even a birthday cake. It's a birthday... Cupcake. Cinnabon or something. Yeah. Right. And she has the most can- dramatic cuts. It's an, awful, it is. it's an awfully awkward scene. Well, so it's so weird because so she's, she's, a, she's a, a detective. Nancy Butler comes to ask her questions. And as she, when they first meet, she's celebrating... She's celebrating by herself a birthday at night. Um, and right before she blows out the candle, Yancey Butler interrupts her, and she puts the lit candle in the in the Cinnabon, whatever, in her desk drawer, still lit, yeah. and closes it. She's known for that. Yeah, you don't want to stop her. the magic. And then when the scene's over, she opens it, still lit, smoke's coming out. Right. It's, and then they use, and as she blows it out, th- this is the weirdest part to me. Wu decides to transition from, you know, keep the, the Cinnabon on the screen fades to like the water mm-hmm. so that you see like the cinnabon kind of <laughs> what <laughs> i thought that was a very straight choice cassie lemons in silence of the lambs and yeah. is a director right yep. yeah actually gay men's valentine uh used bayou this yeah. movie is in the bayou a little bit um it's also her last birthday it is her last birthday uh, Yes. She has like a day left to live. <laughs> when, <laughs> Un- we, unbeknownst to her. They spent a lot of time introducing her, her I thought, birthday. I thought that she uh, might have survived because she didn't look like she was. She looks like she was getting hit in the limbs. But Well, Van Damme says that she's dead. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Right. Leave he, her alone. She's dead. <laughs> her mama took a chance. She took a chance on Van Damme and fucking But lost. when the film really kind of gets kicking ass is when we find out that he... Uh, 
He can't afford to go. He can't get on his boat because he owes union dues. That's right. a big twist in the film. Um, <laughs> can't work. Can't work. That's actually the. the they give him to the end the of the antagonist week. is actually the boat. It, it's capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> capitalism and the English language. Right. Um, so he he's forced to help her out, and instantly uh, things go bad. Mm-hmm. For example, Nancy Butler was in two Lake Placid films. <laughs> She's in two of them. The sequels, obviously. Yeah, not the original. Yeah, she, that's her franchise. She had some. She had some personal problems. She did. Yeah. Well, that's she one of them. Yeah, still does. You know, who else? You know who does. else is in more than one Lake Placid film? Hmm? Uh, you're gonna say Howard, right? Robert Englund. Oh no. Okay. What about that crocodile or an alligator? Which one? Which is a in the movie? I think yeah. it's a crocodile. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't see two. So. Hmm. Well, two is the one with Jonathan Sheck, I believe. But it she was in Lake Placid versus Anaconda. How do you know this? You look. Are you zooming in? I've seen these movies. You zo- you zo- so- you're actually zooming in. You, yeah. you should say it. You, Nick, would you like to zoom in on the Lake Placid sequels? <laughs> no, I'm already finished. <laughs> so Yancey Butler um, was in a TV show that was kind of beloved for a while. What was that TV show? Witchblade. Witchblade. Right. Yep. She- TNT special. And it, I think it got upended because of her problems. Michael, let me ask you a personal question. Which blade? Sticky Fingers or Wesley Snipes? <laughs> <laughs> There's only one answer. I um, I love Blade, the TV show, actually. I never watched it. It was good. Yeah. It was good. It was on uh, Spike TV. I remember that very distinctly. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Sticky Fingers. And um, instead of uh, Stephen Dorff, they had this uh, other British... Um, oh, all right, Brownwall. Brownwall happens. Um, some other British. I I don't. He was he was like basically. It, he had a very short run at being the British bad guy in a couple of like two thousands movies, like um, Push, that one with uh, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. He's got blonde hair, short yep. hair. Looks yep. like uh, Jude Law. No, um, looks like uh, what's his face that plays. Fuck, I don't remember. Yeah, anybody. and he was in married Jennifer Connelly. That yeah, guy. and he gets murdered. He gets yeah. murdered in uh, Quantum of Solace in like three seconds. Yeah, yeah when he goes to Cuba it, and he breaks into the hotel room, uh, Daniel Craig. That that fight scene is like, what, what just happened? Like, <laughs> He's gone? <laughs> um, <laughs> he the, takes like three punches at him and he gets a piece of glass in his neck and so that's it. Let me zoom in. Please So do. the only Blade thing that, any, any Blade movie or TV show that was bad then is 3. Blade 3, the movie. Everything else is good. Yeah. All the Blade stuff's good, I think. Three just although I see the TV three show. just tries too hard. There's no way, way the TV too hard. I've seen. I think I've seen three the most though for some reason. Well, because it's on TNT yeah. all the time. David Goyer joint. This this, this podcast is going south. <laughs> it's getting leaden. We're talking about David Goyer. He's got a lot of tattoos these days. <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> Fun again. <laughs> um, how'd you feel about finding out that um, he didn't have a driver's license? Was that a big? So that was that. That seems funny because it's she's asking him to join her. He he can't because he's gonna get on his boat. Like Nick said, he can't get on the boat because he have a doesn't have he has union paid dues. his union dues. Right. So he stops her uh, in slow motion, of course. And uh, she said, "Well, for some reason, she says you drive. I guess maybe she says it because he probably knows the city better. Okay, I get it. But he said that just gives him the chance to say." I don't have a driver's license, which has no relevance in the in the entire story. It doesn't. It really. does. This movie is like a it's it's a commentary on capitalism, 
and societal structures. It's like he a gets, Chinese puzzle. He gets stifled by non-union membership. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a driver's license. Right. He's uh, trying to fight his way back to the middle class. Yeah, I mean that that diner scene sure does set it up. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you, you seem you're going someplace? No, I was gonna say like the the why you think he would have a some kind. So I guess what we didn't say is these this organization this business that right. run by Erickson. They're looking for homeless people that have zero connections, no family. They got, but no they have loved to have a, they have to have a like a military military background. background. Military they background. have to have, they have a to be very particular set of skills. Right. And if you look at the people they choose, they really got really fine specimens. So they want somebody <laughs> that gives them a little bit of a challenge, but they they have to have no connections. And we come to find out that the first guy was a sub, the guy the, the guy that's kind of the go between used, right. uh, unbeknownst to Einrichson, and the guy had a connection in, in Yancey Butler. Right. Like, that's what's causing all this trouble. Right. Um, and so Van Damme, I mean, he's got the ultimate connection, right? The connect. What's that? Brimley. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's got, if, if anybody in, in this movie has connections, that could, the first guy that dies, homeless, Yancey Butler. Don't forget the other friend that gets killed too. Oh, the the black guy who's just he, wallpaper. He, he does have friends though, but... I guess he has no family. No but, family. And then Jean Claude's got Brimley. Who's got the better? Who's got the better family member? Is I mean, I'm obviously, you. you know. Well, it, I'll tell you. Between the two of them, Jean Claude has the better family member. Yeah. Brimley has the worst family member. <laughs> <laughs> what What is their relationship? Uncle. He, uncle. That's He's right. his uncle. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like about it is they kind of do. Have a you looper. read the prequel novels? Well, they <laughs> they do like a loop expanded universe. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it's not canon anymore since they got bought by Disney. <laughs> well, I, I just appreciate the prosthetics they used to make Jean Claude look more like Wilfred Brimley in this. Like he's got. <laughs> 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 he he really does. I mean, if you you know his face is just it's just twenty years earlier Brimley. Which will, what would that be? Because Brimley always looked like that, right? I mean, yeah, yeah pretty much. I think yeah. from puberty onwards, never aged. He's still around. He's still, yeah. ki- he's still cr- killing it. Yeah. They did make a sequel to this, by the way. Did you see it? They really did. Yeah, Scott Atkins, I think. Oh no. Yeah, I I love Scott Atkins, but no. I mean, he, he basically follows the Van Damme silhouette, like he took over the Universal Soldier right. franchise, which, which is actually well received. Yeah, yeah, because it was. Well, they brought, ended up bringing the other guys back after a while. Yeah, they did, but the Scott Atkins ones were like just over the top, bloody, and then actually Van Damme became a bad guy yeah. in Universal. He was the antagonist. His, his Chinatown sequels, though, <laughs> not as good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the sequel, you know, that's one thing. This movie was successful, right? Like it made it money. Was. It was. So you wonder why they didn't do it. You think that they would have, like Jean Claude made sequels to everything. You think he would have done it for this? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was more of a Wu thing, and Wu by that point had already moved on. Maybe to, he I mean, broken, broken out came shortly after. Yeah, this. I mean, well he, well, he couldn't. He didn't have to do it with Wu, you know, because uh, I don't know. John, you think Jean Claude thought the, ac- the accent was too hard to master? <laughs> <laughs> he went he deep. He went deep. He approached P.T. Anderson about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, not long after this, this is when the de- the theatrical descent of Van Damme. It, no, he had his biggest hits after that. No, I mean, okay. Time Cop was huge. Right. Sudden Death was Time okay. Cop, right, right, right. And and right after that, it just fell off a cliff. Yeah. Universal Soldier was after this? No, it was after this, yeah. Really? No. This is his first one. I guess you saw that. His first biggish one. Right. But he, that's it. He had like a few years, yeah. Time Cop was his big. I think that may have done 100. Like That was a big movie. And then uh, Street Fighter was... Before. But it was, it was before this? I think. 
I hope. No. After. Maybe. No, was that after? Okay, just think about if Raul Julia was able to see Hard Target in theaters. That'll help figure out timeline. (laughs) 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 So do you guys, uh, what do you think about Randall? My man. Well, that's not him. No, no, no. I know I know what you're saying, but I... I that vo- at accent. Yeah. I mean, uh, Vosloo, it, so basically Vosloo tortures this one particular <laughs> scummy, like fat, mm-hmm. repugnant guy who's who, who's basically the a broker. Between. He the gets three between. scenes in this movie, which is astounding. That's great. Right. <laughs> and he just, it, they get worse and worse. Like he, first he argues with them, then he... Uh, then he comes in there. He's like, you know, it, that's that's when it's like, I cut me a stick time, right? Mm-hmm. That's the second one. I come back, Randall. Right, and then the third one is just <laughs> Randall leaves the the planet. <laughs> and Va- the, the, there's a reaction does shot of Vos. Scene? He dies. Oh, he, he does. He breaks the car. The, I couldn't tell. And he, he, he puts a shot. <laughs> he puts a shotgun he, up to him. He, he, like, everything in the scene leaves at that point. And Arnold Voss. I mean, we don't see the body. So he may be all right. No, we did. We do see a shot of his uh, his head with a hole in the middle of his forehead. But that doesn't mean. But there's a great reaction yeah. shot of Vossel. He's so happy. Yeah, he's see, he's impressed. Yeah, he's more than happy. He's like, holy shit! He just yeah. loves it. Yeah, Out of all the brutality he's seen, he's like, man, that that's some top notch fucking Cleef? brutality. That's his name, right, Van Cleef? He's so good. Yeah, he's his a, first name is like Peck or Pick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, Pick maybe. Well, it, it was, he was South African, so it might have been just with that. Isn't it Van Cleef? Am I wrong? Is it Peck? But is it, his last name is Van Cleef, right? Didn't they keep calling him? Am I wrong about that? Who's Van Cleef then? Maybe mm. I'm wrong about that. Oh, shit. I I've heard you. both. I, I, I think it's probably his whole name is Peck Van Cleef. We're supposed or... to zoom in and I'm no. Nope. fucking up. While you're doing that, um, it's so great. Wu is, is so in love with doing slow motion shots. He does it over arbitrary shit. So the first thing when they go to visit Randall... Uh, he's l- about to light his cigar, and then Van Damme lights a match in slow motion in front of him, and the guy looks astounded. <laughs> right. And then he blows it out. But it's, it's it's so weird. That's the hero moment in that scene is is Van Damme lighting a match for this guy. There's a lot of a match lighting in this movie. It's just I, I don't know. I it's supposed to be symbolic of something. It is. There, there's always there there's like shallow symbolism to every like you know the doves and whatever. I don't know what the matches are. I don't his get name uh, is Pick Van Cleef. That's his full name. Peck or Pick? P-I-K. Okay. Because with the South, yeah, with the accent, it sounds like Peck, but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What's what's Lance's name while we're here? Uh, his name is, it's Emile Fouchon. Yeah, Fouchon. Yeah, Fouchon. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I think Hendrickson is like the secret weapon of this movie, though. I think he is. Is it his piano solo? Yeah, I was about to say the piano playing. He's, he's not He's not a normal boss. He's <laughs> He's cultured. It's one of the most violent piano playing <laughs> scenes I've ever seen. And plus, they they really—that's how the film Wu, got an R. John Woo <laughs> really like lovingly is showing you this. It's a strange piano too. It's like a, I've never seen this kind of a piano. Right. Um, you know what? It's also strange to look at Lance. He, oh yes, always such a peculiar look, and great, great look. And he is very, um, uh, he's very angry at the point at the end of this movie. He looks so 
like confused and pain and in pain. Like, right. you know, he's, he's kind of losing everything and it, he, it really and he gets sh- set on fire too. That's, he also, that. and he amazing. kicks, he kicks a guy for no reason. <laughs> he, well, he beats his, he beats his uh, henchman. He kills his own henchman a lot when they're wounded. He trips them when he's frustrated. They, they, right. He knocks one guy's <laughs> knees, uh, legs out. Yeah, but that guy's one of his customers. I know, like he has, was he has all the guys working, like you said, all the guys working for him at the end. Like they're all, he gives a reward for some reason. That's also a bad business decision. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand like the end of this movie a little bit because I think you said you know Pick is right. They should just leave town. They in Hendrickson says that at one point. He's like, we should get out of here, but he guess he gets his grudges too. He hates Van Damme. He's jealous of him. Right? Yeah. I don't know. So what are some other little moments you guys like from this Uh. movie? Well, I mean, the, the piano solo is huge. Do you think he's really playing that? Because uh, I don't think so. I think because they don't show his fingers, but I think I'm going to say no. I think you might be right. <laughs> the cool thing about Lance is that he hasn't aged much over the years. Yeah, he's he's one of the best. I love him. And he's one of the best, but he he aged. What about okay? Here's a here's a good a good part, a fun part is when it's a it's a it's a Lance moment when he. I guess he is he maybe he pounds on the fat guy like the the go between, but he washes his hands off in the guy's fish tank. Yeah, and right. The, and the There's goldfish abuse in this movie. Fish. Yeah, well, he, he just kind of washed his bloody hands in the fish tank. Why? Well, Twenty seven minutes. You would do the same if you had to if you had to punch Randall. I mean, come on. You would do the same. Anyone would do the same. I would. I. I. My first move. Without I wonder a doubt. if that's a. I wonder if that's a, a improv by. The master. Speaking, speaking <laughs> of fish. Speaking of the master, <laughs> I love I love watching uh, somebody in their environment, you know, somebody who's the best at what they do, doing what they do. It's so rare that you see that on film, and they did that in this movie. Remember when Van Damme goes to investigate an arson? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to see him at work. <laughs> this is basically a Batman movie. It'd be- <laughs> it really is. <laughs> He's uh, what I like before that is that he's piecing things together, pretty much because he's as dumb as a rock. Nice. And he's looking at the guys. Uh, he's looking at the dog tag, which is evidence which they've let him take home. I guess he's in somebody's house. Like, right. Well, there's only one policeman in all of New Orleans, apparently. <laughs> and, one who cares. And she dies. Right. And, the, and, the, and the dove. That's when the doves first enter the scene. Right. And they, a dove enters his apartment. I guess is that his place? Does he have a place? Is that her place? I don't know what it is. He's somewhere. In the living quarters, and a dove enters this apartment, and then I guess it's his place. Settles on his dog tags right. as if to say, "Van Dam, there should be two dog tags, not the one that you have in your hands right now." And that's when he decides to go investigate. And then the, the next scene is him picking feathers out of his mouth because <laughs> he ain't rubbing money together. He's some shit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's a line that doesn't. See, that's make- what I'm talking about. His apartment looked incredible. Is he supposed to be homeless? Am I? He's I, not. I guess he's not supposed to be homeless. He's he was spending that sweet Yancey Butler money at Why that did point. I think he's supposed to be homeless in this. He's not homeless. He just can't afford to pay yeah, his he, union You know fees. why? You know why I thought he was supposed to be homeless is because he's chased. That's and before I saw this movie, no, he's chance. He, <laughs> I figured that he was the he was the mark that got like Ice T in in his movie Surviving the Game right. gets one over on all the bad guys. Right. But really, he's just an outsider. He's not. But he does know the homeless people. Like the he just like he knows the guy, the second guy that gets killed. Right. I think you're putting more thought into I'm this than Chuck Farrer did. What's his? <laughs> how much do you guys? How much do you make per year? Do you guys? What did they reveal that? No. <laughs> There's he, a line that really irritated he, me. Thirty six minutes into the film. Yeah. It has always been the privilege of the few to hunt the many. Always. 
fuck? <laughs> Where did that? Who, do, who doesn't know that? Who's he quoting? <laughs> Himself. It's an obvious truth. Who says it? Van Damme? No, Lance. No, Henry Lance says it. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. explaining the, the appeal of the he's business. Sell, he's selling. He's right. selling his product. Because right. so, he has to give a speech. His early on, one of his first lines, and maybe his first line, he says, after the guy kills the, the first victim, the rich guy, he says, it's like a drug, isn't it, to bring a man down. That's also kind of a weird line. Yeah. yeah I, no one looks high when they kill. They just look, <laughs> they look disappointed usually, or the one guy doesn't want to go through with it. Right. How does he do? Like in Hostile too. That's right. A little squeamish. Um, how do you think? Uh, how do you think they did not get uh, awards consideration? Best supporting actor, Ted Raimi. <laughs> He's got one <laughs> Ain't got no change, man. <laughs> He just shows up and says that, and he's never seen again in the I, film. I think he got a BAFTA. <laughs> that's the second. That's a, during the second victim's chase and uh, chance. Yeah, and um, he does do a detour through the very well at graveyard. So he does uh, try to right. do Mike. Uh, he, he adhere to Mike's advice. He doesn't just stick to the streets till later. <laughs> 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 till they always run down the middle of the street, <laughs> and he gives up. He's like, "All right, you guys can kill me now." Well, no, they run down the middle of the street and then they run down a dock. That's that's the other one. They keep trying the the black guy. I think mm-hmm. e- either him or the first one. They try to run straight down a dock in an open area, and then that's he the runs down guy. the stairway to the guys. river sticks. <laughs> well, the, so the second guy is asking people for help, trying to get, and and then he nobody opens the door. no one opens the doors. Everybody pushes him away, and he kind of gives up. And they kill him in broad daylight. They just machine gun him to death. Right, um, and they. Like Nick said, there's no cops. He, he gives up. Well, yeah, he gives up, and they, the movie takes a second. It takes mm. a breath as he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck this shit," and yeah. then he dies. Yeah, I think you. It's yeah. He's he goes out like a like a boss, like an easy boss. Yeah, he's, he stands still. But um, did you guys? Be honest, did you shed a tear during that scene? I had quite a connection with that character. <laughs> <laughs> that character? <laughs> is it his first name Matt? That, his first name was Black, I think. <laughs> well, they did have some scenes, though. They were friends. He was friends with right. uh, Van Damme. He helped with the investigation. And Van Damme really, like, he looked heartbroken when that guy was that guy. His motivation, yeah. yeah. They had they had to put, you know, uh, they, had to, they had to put the character, they had to stack the characters up that Van Damme cared about that they could kill. To get him motivated to go through the rest of it, mm-hmm. so he was he was a little bit in on Yancey Butler. Mm-hmm. Then they kill him. Then they kill um, Casey Lemons, and and yeah, they have a scene at the end when they show he does like a Lethal Weapon two thing where he's 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 kind of getting pumped to kill the bad guys, and he has a flashback to all the victims. Yeah, Casey, Cassie Lemons' character, right. this guy, um, and one I, that he wasn't around for. He flashes back to like <laughs> <laughs> he's like I got nothing editor help me out here <laughs> I need a third one <laughs> I love during Cassie Lemons' death scene there's like a a montage I know that's hard to believe during that fight scene mm-hmm. I love it that he, there's a scene where he kicks a guy a guy's rolling like sliding down the street on his motorcycle and he kicks him <laughs> while he's sliding. But then there's a shot of Yancey Butler kissing Cassie Lemons' head. All right. Just in the middle of this action scene. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we find out she's dead. It's just such a weird ch- choice. Well, that whole scene, of course, is highlighted by the eternal jump up on the motorcycle. Yeah. As uh, the motorcycle heading down, heading down an open road, he jumps up, no hands on anything, balances himself, and then starts shooting. 
Um, How do you do that without a license? He's gotten very good at operating machinery. So <laughs> that is true. This is this. So there's a scene. So we we talked about the dog tags, mm-hmm. and then Van Dam Nick said he went to investigate the arson. And he uncovers with a stick. Poking around the ashes, he discovers <laughs> the second the crime dog, scene. The second dog, of course, he disturbed a lot of crime scenes in this. He, Tainted evidence. Well, he, yeah, there's a scene where he's just uh, maybe when the 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 second guy dies, and he's just standing in the middle of the crime scene. Yeah, like he's just there, right? And uh, there's other cops around him, and he's like. <laughs> pulling stuff off the body, you know, like it's just. I guess you're right. They're, they're low on. Uh, I like the fact that though he tells her this wild assumption mm-hmm. about that he may have been wearing the dog tag when whatever pierced it. She goes, "Well, I'll reopen the investigation." Well, so, th- so <laughs> he's he like fi- instantly she agrees he, right. to do what he says. He finds this. He finds the dog tag with a hole in it in the ashes. Brings it to Cassie Lemons, and he says, "This is how you know he's dead serious." And this kind of alludes to what I was talking before, and now I didn't pick up on it until now. He said. I'll bet my rent money that it was made while he while Bender was still wearing it. So he is renting a place. Right. I wrote it down. I don't know why I thought he was homeless. I love no. that line delivered the, the way he says rent money. Yeah. My rent money. Like, <laughs> I'll bet it. I'll bet. I think he learned this this script phonetically. <laughs> she, well, uh, I think he that he was he's known for his his improv right. Like he's so good at with. Yeah, there's a with, lot of lot usually a lot. Uh, of yeah, sometimes he'll not like he'll. He'll um, he'll like not snort the coke instantly. <laughs> Sometimes he'll wait a minute, <laughs> then he'll tear in. That uh, that you know who else is a victim in this film is the coroner because he was working with Lance. Yes, he was That's inside right. man. And then he gets destroyed by Lance, or does Vaslo kill him? Vaslo kills yeah. him through the through well, the. Beatball. It looks like Lance is going to kill him. Like they set it up to where Lance is going to stab him, but right. he gets shot through the door by Vaslo yep. in the eye, no less. It's great. And then uh, Henriksen gets some blood on him, and he's like, does this guy have any fish? Does he have a fish tank in here? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He pays him to visit. Then there's the knock on the door, yep. and, the, and the coroner goes to, to see who it is, and it's the Reaper. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, their strategy. These guys. <laughs> he's like, here, I'm going to go give a speech. You stand out here. Wait wait, <laughs> wait a couple they, minutes, they, and then knock. They punish the coroner because the coroner did his job. <laughs> But it still didn't work. Like, well, they had right. to reopen the investigation. They, reopen, they, right. they punish him because that's not his fault. <laughs> and he already did his job. They kill him, but they also killed the other guy in broad daylight, basically in the middle of the street. Yeah, like, it's like, what are they worried uh, about covering Randall? up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the cops don't care. Well, Everything they, happens in the middle of the street. Well, they cover. That's they, true. they killed. They killed the second victim in front of everybody. They're like, bending Yancey Butler over her car in their opening scene <laughs> in broad daylight. I know. Yep. There's no cops in this movie. No, no wonder Van- John Well, Clark they are, it. but they, they either they were corrupt or they didn't care. Like Even Casey Lemons didn't want to bother, and she had like a redemption arc, mm-hmm. which was then you know swiftly concluded with her leaving the I think planet. her redemption consisted of her agreeing to reopen the investigation that, and then dying. That was it. Good. good. <laughs> so we try to miss that. No, no good deed went unpunished. So eventually, like, they try to kill them, they escape, and so Lance and Vosloo decide to go out, you know, to launch, uh, and so what they do is they get a bunch of their previous customers to form a posse of sorts, and they go after these guys. Mm -hmm. And Van Damme, Chance Boudreau, does the only thing you could do in this situation. of course. Is to go visit his uncle. Well, I think you're skipping over one thing before we get to this. Well, the journey to get to the uncle. Well, what about when he's, there's a chasing with... That he starts, he surfs towards people on a. Remember, he's on a motorcycle. Yep. Yeah, Mike so brought a, that up. So okay, but 
that doesn't seem like a, the best plan. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> really? Like the motorcycle bad. surfing? Yeah. That's a great plan. But the guy, they're, they're all shooting at him. Shooting him. Right. He stands up and starts well, surfing a motorcycle. Thing. If someone is shooting at you, think about this. Think mm-hmm. about the physics of this. Right. Would you rather be hunched over on a motorcycle, safe, ducking from the bullets, or would you rather jump up on the motorcycle with two guns? Fair enough. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you. But I, just, I mean, it, it really, scientifically, if you think about it, yeah. it makes sense. What do you think that was a Van Dam or a John Woo? I don't mean I don't want to. I want to. Can, can I zoom in? Yeah. The GED. His mama took one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're talking about the. You're talking about when so they go on the a, run. They go into the forest. Yeah. And they encounter nature Deep at in its the bayou. Mo- at its most lethal. Mm. There's a snake scene. Do you think that's, that's the right. best scene in this? Do you think that might be a fake snake at one point? <laughs> Could it be a puppet? Uh, is that the best scene in the film you think no it's not the best scene in the film it's close it's strange the trap well so or the fact that he bites it's so it's a setup as like a romantic scene first when the snake first appears it's set up like a romantic scene with him and yancey right because they're close to each other mm-hmm. he's kind of staring at her she thinks oh yeah close your I'm, eyes i'm about to get a tough load and here we go close your eyes and he pulls the snake and he, the snake's behind her and he grabs it he's being very cute about the snake attack right um grabs it uh Punches it, <laughs> knocks it out. The look on her face is great, though. He the hits wide the eyes. hood of the snake. What? A perfect. <laughs> well, perfect he punches perfect it. Perfect yeah. strike. And then he bites. He bites the tail off. He now, bites the rattler off. So yeah. why does he do that? Can I get so a? So it's quiet. Oh, okay. See, I, right. I'm so stupid. I was like, that's that's gotta be that's gotta be bad for the snake. It's gotta like get hurt by the snake. So yeah, he it's oh man, I'm so dumb. It's a stealth attack. You zoomed in, but you didn't need to. You just needed to be smart. <laughs> Huh? I'm so dumb. I didn't know that's why he did that. Yeah. It's one of the best snake punches I've ever seen. Do you think that it was necessary for them to have him have that rattler hanging out of his mouth for the rest of the movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a What's... like a piece of straw? I mean, it, you really have to stop there. He take it there on the run. He takes the snake and then enlists the snake into his cause <laughs> to fight so the bad guys. Yeah. He's like, "Welcome to the team." Yeah. And You're my it. bitch. I've eaten your ass. <laughs> Bites the rattler because then so the snake then bites one of the bad guys exactly. And, um, but uh, how does how does Hendrickson he treats he, he, he admonishes him. <laughs> shoot! Did he shoot him? Shoots him right. Oh, he killed. Yeah, he puts him out of his misery. He hates all the customers. Well, first of all, the checks have cleared, so he doesn't give a shit at that point. <laughs> oh, your bet. <laughs> he doesn't care, and he's pissed. The guy's last words were, "It's not poison." <laughs> Guys, last words were, "Why did he bite the tail off?" I don't understand. <laughs> but he not only does he okay, he bites the tail off, but he has the time to go up in a tree, put it on something in the tree with the with the wire mm-hmm. that when somebody trips the wire, it knocks the snake <laughs> off. It's a very obedient animal. <laughs> Again, when you've been punched by Van Dam, you're you're part of the team. The great That's- thing is, is that snake's <laughs> afternoon isn't over. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that he gets shot. So he gets killed by Hendrickson, shoots him in the head like a headshot, right? Blows his head up. But that's what, that's what I'm saying is that basically, every, the, who's worse than the bad guys in this movie? Van Damme or Hendrickson? <laughs> <laughs> who's more effective? <laughs> actually, so what are you like talking about? Actually, I'm going to say Wilford Brimley may be number one. I'd, again, the snake also had a redemption arc. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't get what you mean by Van Damme being a bad guy. I'm just saying it. Who 
who killed more bad guys in this? I think Henriksen might have. Like, it's up there. Who acted better in this movie? Cassie Lemons <laughs> or the snake? <laughs> they, they had almost identical roles. Redemption arc. What if they cut all the scenes after Van Damme? The snake special? falls right next to its little birthday egg. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if they cut out the scene, the scenes in this where after Van Damme kills the bad guys... Henriksen comes up behind him and shoots them in the head just to make sure they're dead. You know, like he kills he kills so many of his own men in this. You he know, does. and investors. I, I think it'd be great if he just kills him during the interview at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we're introduced to the uncle. Yes, who is a moonshine. He creates moonshine. Mm-hmm. I think that's his career. Deep in the bayou. Yeah. Have you noticed? Did you notice his wallpaper in the film? No. Newsprint. Yeah. His whole house is newsprint wallpaper. Yeah. So it tells me that the, the uncle was like Goucher, whatever his damn name is. Oh, what is his name? It's he's got a great name. Duvet. Duvet, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. He's what a character. The movie. The movie really is the snake scene is a masterwork. Right. And then Wilford Brimley, who, from what I understand, you mind if I zoom in? Insisted he did all of his own horse work. As a matter of fact, they wrote all that for him. Could they not? Um, could they not find someone to double him? <laughs> <laughs> Wilford Brimley. Did he do the archery too? Wilford Brimley on horseback, shooting arrows with fire behind him. It's incredible. Well, Amazing. you know that apparently Wu and I'll zoom in because I read the IMDb trivia real quick. Wanted to have like the end of this movie on a boat. Like he wanted boat chases, like a boat boat battles, and uh, I think. Van Damme wanted the horses, so you can you can attribute Brimley on horseback to Van Damme. That's a pretty, that's a good legacy. It's not a bad legacy. Man knew what he was doing. Yeah, I like the horse work in this. I'll say it. Wilford's amazing, and he's he quits himself on a horse. And that's a big horse too that they had to put under him. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big. He's a badass. He is. How many horses did they go through on this? Do you know Peter's involved? <laughs> <laughs> How many horses died in the six, hard target? Six take. <laughs> one of the things I love is is there's a little subplot about the fate of one of of Chance's guns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the double. It odds. Ne- never had to be mentioned. Never had to be a, a, a conversation. The thirty odd six. Right. No, that's what that's what he still has. But the gun that they lost. No, no, that's it. No, that's the one. Oh, you still yeah. got the thirty odd six I gave you for your birthday. No, a gator ate it. <laughs> a fucking gator ate his gun, which is why Yancey's in the film. It's like the um, it's like Peter Pan. Yeah, it's just it's just like Peter, Peter Pan. Peter Pan ate Captain Hook's. Well, here here's the thing, Van Damme. Yeah, Captain clock. Hook's load. <laughs> Van Damme is not a hundred percent at punching animals and and listing them into. I mean, there there's some mistakes. The gator was one. Well, first the of all, snake br- worked out. Brimley, no, Brimley lost the gun to the. If Van Damme was with him on that expedition, he would have. Right. That gun would still be in his ownership, like because Van Damme would have like probably roundhouse the the Gator, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, when Brimley's away, or sorry, did you say roundhouse the Gator? Yeah, is that what's one of my favorite rappers? That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, is he moving up with the roundhouse? The gators down here. How does that? By the work? way, Van Damme, um, you can't question his abilities. Let me tell you a little bit about what the movie Microscope is. 
So this is a program where we <laughs> we, we kind of zoom <laughs> zoom in a little bit. <laughs> we, on don't talk about that? we don't focus on like the big moments. <laughs> we kind of we kind of dial in Did to the smaller moments. So like if we were talking about I don't know silent running. We wouldn't be talking about the, the, the shrimp flambe or the kickboxing sequence. We'd be talking about the larger moments. Right? Right. So what's, what's the, what do you consider a big moment in this film? A big moment in this? Yeah. Oh. Is there? Probably the motorcycle. Him riding the motorcycle? I mean, they, the, the movie basically stops for that shot, for him yeah. motorcycle it's surfing. Big. It's one of the least effective scenes, though. It's dumb, but... <laughs> <laughs> The, it's the, that, that's the, I think that's why you can kind of love this movie though and a lot of and, and John Woo in particular in a lot of movies you would be so annoyed at a scene like that like it'd be you you'd be like this is so stupid but in this it's it is stupid but it's also fun and yeah and uh, John Woo is certainly the person that make that fun I think I think and, one of the, one of the great takeaways though is that everybody is really shitty at what they do in this movie everybody sucks at their job. That is true. You think about these world-class hunters that uh, Mr. Lance has assembled. Do you know? Remember how they hunt? They all stand as a group well, in a circle. <laughs> they they are completely always traveling as a nice group, where you could easily pick them off. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess Van Cleef was the only like really skilled one amongst yeah. all the bad guys, and he got the pleasure of having the traditional woo two gun, you know, back to back. I get the toss off a couple of lines at Van Damme, you know, Boudreau, Boudreau, Boudreau. Oh he gets gosh. that, right? Mm-hmm. So, but no one else really has any physical thing to offer. So, yeah, everyone else is... Yeah, and that scene where they are back to back and they <clears throat> and then they, they launch shooting, I don't know how nobody gets hit. <laughs> Not even close. Not even shrapnel hits. <laughs> they are point blank range, <laughs> in slow motion, firing. That's a, that's a, that's a woo trademark. That's right. the back to back through the wall right. type thing. And a Kind of run DMC Aerosmith trademark, right? That's kind of yeah. That was in that old video. <laughs> Zoomed in. <laughs> Gator ate it. <laughs> Should have. Uh, <laughs> what? What about this? This I always thought this was kind of a strange little moment of this when he does ask for the gun. And he said the Gator eats it, but he does have an old gun stash there, the shotgun that is still like this silver shotgun. Brimley dusts it off and and throws it to, in slow motion to Van Damme. All right. Who then also blows the dust. He cocks it in slow motion, blows <laughs> blows the dust off it again in slow motion, and then in slow motion turns to Yancey Butler like, <laughs> is she like jealous of this new this new thing that's entered in the picture as a love interest? <laughs> well, here, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he, you remember the, he turns to her like, right. sorry, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> He's he's got a he's got a pretty sensual relationship with weaponry in this mm. movie. Like I think that that might be the hero moment in the film is when he the, the, the spent shell casing shooting out in slow motion. I right. remember that was using all the marketing for the film. Yeah, I don't remember whose gun it was. It must have been his. Right. And then Hendrickson has like a special one shot pistol, <laughs> special yeah. bad guy, an effective pistol, and it and it felt it feeds into the well, climax. The bad guys all have like uh, at least the two bad guys. Hendrickson has that the one single shot right. long pistol, and then Vosloo has like this gun that he winds up. Do you remember that? He, there's a couple times when he's like winding his gun, and I don't right. know, but so they must have they must have both had like you know a special like. Yeah, that's a trait for their character. They had the special weapon that they loved. And then, like you said, the guy with the arrows. Right. He appears later again. 
Yeah, that must have been. It's just not. It's not well established. Maybe, maybe Van Dam cut that out. Maybe for the room. toy line. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to get. Everybody had. Everybody had to have a special gimmick weapon. The minifigs. So you get them all. Blind box. Oh, I wonder if this movie fucked up career opportunities because that should have been called Hard at Target. Hard at Target. <laughs> 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 it's a great movie. <laughs> what about Fosso? Get the fuck down! Remember when he yells that? It's the best. It's, it's the best line delivery. I mean, he is so he screams it when they th- is it with a grenade? No, mm-hmm. it's the Brimley lights the dynamite on fire with <laughs> his bow. Right. And it keeps it keeps blowing up. Like it blows up once, twice, and then he says it. Yeah. <laughs> Get the, fuck. the real blow up's coming right now. <laughs> Get the fuck down. I, I remember when we were talking about this. Um, everybody, you know, one of the big zoom ins is when Lance Hendrickson's jacket catches fire, which is accidental. Accidental. It but is. But could he be covered with more uh, flame retardant gelatin in that scene? <laughs> <laughs> He's a little shiny. <laughs> like, a little his, shiny. And uh, there's the next scene. His hair is so wet. It right. is. It is. But it's great because it looks. It looks like the best stunt in the film because right. he really is on fire, right? And he's acting, and and, and again the movie stops for like a minute for him going, ah. yeah. but he, he he's trying he's getting his coat off and he says like he says oh he says something like uh, man he's good like yeah. he's like complimenting Van Damme right. and then he's just, he, and he's, he's pissed. like he's pissed too he's probably they edited out man. where he mentions the stunt coordinator's name <laughs> they said that's a, they said that was on well it's probably supposed to catch on fire a little bit but it caught on fire a lot of bit right. He looked like he was in danger, but that's a pretty great scene. That's a great little moment, I think. Yeah. And then he was admitted to the hospital. He was in a coma for four months after that. <laughs> <laughs> he almost died. Oh, I'm talking about the horse that Brimley rode. <laughs> so, so that coma made his face inarticulate 30 years previous? <laughs> Don't rip him. He's great. I love him to death. love him so hard. What about Brimley? You, you're kind of making fun of how... Jim Van Dam says his name, which was. But what about Brimley? Brimley's Brimley on, calls on him, fire. Brimley calls him Shantz. That's what I'm saying. Shantz. Right? <laughs> He's a fucking forest denizen. I don't mean to spoil, in but we in the bayou. We, we we this is not this is one of two movie microscopes. He was very method for Cajun this movie. Flair. It is. There's another one. We're not. But that is, one's going to air after another, this one. Is there another one too? Um, there may be eventually, but we've already recorded one that we won't air until after this. Yeah. Chance. Chance Boudreau. Duvet. And and, and you knew that because the first time you see him, he's lying on a table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have to admit, Yancey's actually kind of fun in this movie. I mean, it's mostly reaction shots. Oh, she's she's fine. But it's it's good. She's a good foil for him. She's She's she's, nondescript. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Well, the love scene got cut out. Did they, you hear that they had a sex scene. They I, I hope not. They did. Mm-hmm. Her and Wilford. <laughs> her and the snake. <laughs> her and her dad. <laughs> That's why she was coming to town? Was it really? <laughs> That's what I read. <laughs> they cut it out. I wonder why. Because Cause probably because because he because <laughs> John Cloud is known for having. Does it remember that? There's well, the like, one cameraman had his camera on the muscle <laughs> none of it was usable <laughs> yeah um 
No, he's John Cloud's kind of known for being a cad, right? Like yeah. he's kind of got that. It know. ruined the pace of the movie because he butt fucks her before they meet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. By the way, I'm Chance. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why they call me this. <laughs> Was that during or? <laughs> Um, what about the moment we're talking about the fight scene at the end when their backs are against the wall and they're firing should have missed but then um, Van Cleef throws a grenade at Jean-Claude who fl- who jumps past it yeah it's a great scene <laughs> <laughs> usually in, in those movies what happens is the good guy will pick up the grenade and throw it back right. but they just chose this one he, he crossed just, in midair just flips past it or whatever right. yeah. I thought that was pretty cool does it kill anybody? Does it kill another bad guy? No. Well, there's a grenade involved in a future scene. Oh, I know. It's amazing. Right. But that's 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 Van Cleef's last. <clears throat> right. As soon as he gets jumps past the grenade. He gets shot up. Yeah, Van, yep. Van Damme shoots him a lot. Many times. And that's a, maybe the saddest moment of the film for me because I like Vasily a lot. Yeah, he was so great. Good. He was so, so, good. so he charismatic. I wouldn't have been mad if he got away. He just say he had so much fun. He had the most fun, I think, anybody... He had like, the best lines too. I mean, he was his Randall lines are. Yeah, Brimley might have had a lot of fun though too. He did. He looked like he had, had some fun. Well, I mean, that, that, he hasn't done anything active. Got <laughs> <laughs> that horse. <laughs> shot an arrow. Got shot. No, got, not on screen in his life. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> he had the, He was just aging before this movie. <laughs> he, was so cute. he had these cute white boots in this. You notice his boots were yeah, like white. They were adorable, <laughs> and they were so cute. You know. They just were, he just looks so cute the whole essential, time. Essential Bayou wear. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Bayou. Anyway, do you mind if I zoom in? He was the uh, Peter Jackson's first choice for Gandalf. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a better film. Well, because then Peter Jackson found that he wasn't really Cajun. Oh. So he was like... <laughs> Damn it. Brimley is Gandalf. I was trying to make a joke, but that... Not a bad casting. That's, that's a horrible casting. He could have pulled it off. Of course he could have. There's nothing that guy can't do. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at fight. this is almost like an audition for it. Think about shooting arrows. Think about him. The thing because <laughs> uh, that's what Gandalf always shooting arrows. Brimley <laughs> 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 Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> got the white boots. He's you know it's probably how you pronounce it in audition. Brimley fighting Bal- Balrog. Yeah. Could have done it. Think about it. But think like about a, the thing. It, Cocoon, Hard Target, The Firm. Mm-hmm. That's a nice, nice. That's four strong roles mm-hmm. for Wilford. That's true. He's got to be on. A, he had to be on a list for some some roles that we would have loved him in that he missed out on. Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Neo. <laughs> Agent Smith. Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do some motion capture, mon cher. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is like he he he's in the thing, right? And this is twelve years later or so, and he looks the same. Absolutely, actually, he same. doesn't. Well, if well, you watch, right, he has more again, hair. You're right. You're right. And he's got a, He's got a seventies look. He, he, he's he, still he's still crushing it. Like, how old hair, was he yeah. in the thing? Was he like twenty twenty eight? <laughs> how old was he? They did a biopic of him, Benjamin Button. (laughs) 
He's uh he's been great. The, and the sad thing is, everybody knows him for the diabetes commercials. Right. That's that's the running joke. Is that whenever somebody mentions him, that's what they say when they don't realize he's been in several great great several roles. Yeah. yeah, he's worked with the best. Butler. <laughs> Butler. Oh yeah, he's talking about Gerard. <laughs> no, we'll get to that. Um, but it's a. I mean, we made fun of it, but that's this is a really fun movie. It it's is. A, just a great, unique movie. There's nothing like this in terms of balancing. It, I mean, it knows how bad it is. It's definitely bad, but it's 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 a charming bad. Oh, do you think Wu? No, I think Wu was trying to make it. No, I think Wu was just earnest. I don't think he has. I don't think he has the complexity to realize how earnest a lot of his shit is. Wu was fine, but I mean, honestly, that movie was. It's all the. The, the people like Vosloo, Hen- Hendrickson, just like relishing their roles. I mean, like, everybody, like, brought something to that movie. Like, I mean, it, every, it looked like everybody was having a, a but I think great time with it. Wu certainly brings a certain, like, window dressing to this thing that, in other hands, it would have just been flat. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think, I think Wu is definitely a big part of why the movie works. I think another yeah. reason is we've gone through a few evolutions of action style mm-hmm. changes. This movie was hard to watch. Eight years ago, there was something. There was just something about it where I didn't even want to revisit it. Right. And now, it's kind of time has been kinder to it. I think it's just like a lot of things where they'll go through the periods where you you know the action photography got really ex- like Michael Bay and, and all those guys brought their shit to it, and and Wu kind of got cast off because his style was was cool until those guys came with the with the money and mm-hmm. savvy behind them, and now it feels kind of like a like a neat little quaint movie. Well, you know what it is. It's like, uh, I think the pendulum swung back with, like, John Wick, right? Like, before that, it was all, like, the green grass era with all the, the you know, shaky camera. Documentary film, Right, and everybody's yeah. got to do close-up knife fights mm-hmm. and whatever, and it's like, no, fuck that. I want I want people getting shot in the head a lot. I, I want some style. I want some actual, you know, panache put right. to the scenes. And John Wick, like, kind of swung that back. And, like, when you look at it through that lens, it's like, holy shit. I don't like, think Crank gets enough credit, too. I mean, because that movie was... Uh, Neville Dean Taylor. Yeah, that was oh. kind of a, 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 a... Maybe before its time, but I, I don't. I think it paved the way for a lot of that stuff. It was definitely gonzo in a way that very few other action movies were. They just double may care. And then Hardcore Henry, of course. <laughs> Never saw it. I... It's no on Showtime all the time. Did you see? Uh, so, what do you think of um, Hendrickson's death scene? It's fun. It's it is fun. It's great. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fantastic. Oops. <laughs> I like how the, the, the some of the grenades are instant in this movie, and some of them have a fucking sweet. They take their sweet time. Well, yeah, he gets so he gets a grenade shoved down his pants, pulls it out, and disarms it. Looks seemingly. <laughs> not disarmed. Thanks he's disarmed. Oops. <laughs> it's time to say oops. I like that. I like Van Damme's line to him, which was uh, his kiss off line, which I think is pretty, uh, it's it's uh, relevant. Um, poor people poor people get bored too. That's what he says to him. I'm like, not so sure I, now that Van Damme was poor. <laughs> His apartment's fucking awesome, you know? And he was making two hundred bucks, like a hundred bucks a day or something. It's pretty, or two hundred bucks a day. But Butler money. Shake I think we forget, we also. I mean, I've never been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans, but if anything were to ever happen, just hide behind one of the one of the crepe, the mache things, because apparently they are bulletproof. 
because there are so many scenes where people are hiding behind those things right. and, and they're getting shot and nobody's getting in. Nobody's good at shooting in this movie. And that's very true. Yeah. A lot of a lot of bullet casings on the streets of New Orleans. <laughs> a lot. But they're hiding behind these little things in the in the in the warehouse and it's embarrassing. That's where the the film lost me. I'm that, sure I'm sure that was a condition of them filming. I stopped there, believing though. that it was real. <laughs> And they're pigeons, but not doves in this, right? There's a there's doves and I think they're both. Oh. I think there are pigeons, well, but I think are. there are doves in it. The first thing that launches launches or lands on the <laughs> by the dog tags is dove a dove. Later, Which like a, he follows biblical the, birds allegory. the bad guys. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely a lot of birds in this. Yep. I mean, Lance, Lance the Butler. best woo unnecessary dove is in like Mission Impossible. Remember. He, there's a doorway on fire that Tom Cruise jumps through, but before he jumps through, the doves like go in front of him. Yeah, but you forgot the doves before that. What's what happens? So it's impossible too. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's in the hallway. Right, right. Um, he's walking around. He he's doesn't have bullets. He has it go up in the ceiling. <clears throat> no, no, no. Right. He doesn't 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 have bullets. There's guys all around there. So he's doing his Metal Gear Solid thing, moving through the hideout, and there's a long corridor. And he's like, shit, I got to do something. I guess I'll just do this impossible stunt. So he goes and runs down the hallway in slow motion. There's the doves right there. They flitter away. The bad guy looks up when he's still like 75 feet away. Right. <laughs> and the next second, he's doing a full like guile spin kick. <laughs> and takes the guy. Takes the guy out. <laughs> so there's an accomplice in the scene? The doves are? The doves? No. Mm-hmm. No, they let the guy know that he's fucking done. Well, <laughs> the anonymous henchmen—they're—they're they're just like, listen, we're leaving to let you know that your your part in this movie is it's over. over. Yeah, right. And he runs straight down the hallway. Guy has a gun. Never think he does. He didn't even get a shot off. There's a scene in Hard Targets like this when uh, Henderson's got Yancey Butler is going to kill her. Right. He? And he says to her, "Load me." Remember, he's like, "Load right. my stupid weapon, that I have. <laughs> a single shot, unnecessary, dumb weapon," and he. And as soon as she drops the bullet, that's Van Damme starts running yeah, up. Right. And before he can, whatever it is, cock it, right. whatever he has to do with his dumb gun, he does that. He he, he gets there and he kicks him uh, over fire, probably. Right. right? Yeah. It, it's such a over weird a fiery like, barrel. Yeah. yeah. It's like the the movie is operatic in tone, but there's this weird sexual undertone to all the violence. Yeah. Like with the whole snake punching, the fucking like you know load me like he's sexually yeah. dominating. It's bizarre. Yeah, does you know what fucking soap John Woo uses? Ivory. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Irish Spring. <laughs> so it's a classic. I think it's a classic now. It's kind of a fun little movie. It is fun. It's I'm very fun. Saw, yeah, yeah, it's fun. I'd recommend it to all all souls. Yeah. Do you own it or did you rent it? I own it. It's four ninety nine currently I've in iTunes. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. Did you watch it? Were you fresh? Did you watch it for this? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I just have it ingrained. It's a betrayal. No, no it's a, just a testament how much he's watched the movie. Yeah. We should have made some stuff up. <laughs> See, the scene where his pancreas is bleeding. <laughs> I hate when Yancey Butler gets killed at the end. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's awful. Can't when she kicks him to the molten lava. I hate when uh, Brim. <laughs> Are these like mid credit scenes? I hate when Br- I hate when Brimley's wearing green boots. <laughs> I hate when, when Van Damme comes back and he's totally eaten her out. <laughs> Brimley. 
Your next one, Cher. <laughs> Yancy's got the same face though. He shot the snake. <laughs> she doesn't have much to do in this movie for sure. But she does not have many lines. No, she's there to look beautiful. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's it. What else? Every, everyone else gets a personality, but her. What else was she in? Like after this, do you remember any movies? Drop Zone. That was it. Was Drop Zone before this or after? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she was bad guy in Drop Zone? Yeah. No. She's no. a good guy. She was the love interest, wasn't she? Or was that in Drop Cow Zone? Different movie? <laughs> wasn't she the love interest in that? I think... Who was the villain in Drop Zone? Come on, Micah. You saw it. You didn't see this either? I a Drop oh, Zone, my. I don't remember. Bruce Payne? No, it's Passenger 57. Elizabeth. He's done a few of them. What's the... From the first Mike... Uh, oh, Dennis Hopper. Isn't he Austin... It? No, that's boiling no, point. I, that that movie's a, a cloud to me. So, well, we're doing some. We're gonna do it next. But am I right? Okay, so boiling point was Dennis Hopper, right? That's correct. Murder at sixteen hundred. It's uh, Ann Archer. Oh, no, I'm, the bad I, guy? yeah, I'm just naming Wesley. Wesley. And Ann Archer was she was the surprise bad guy at the end. Holy shit! Huh? U.S. Marshals. Um, Downey. I couldn't yeah, remember. Downey. Thank you. That's one thing I couldn't remember was surprise bad guy at the end. Um, his hair was a surprise bad guy in that. <laughs> Too floppy, you knew. Very Fraser. <laughs> what um, was Jean Claude Van Damme in Age of Innocence? Or no, that was the other. That's the other one. What Scorsese movie was he in? <laughs> what is he in? A, <laughs> what? I think he worked with Scorsese. He's got it. Got it. Right, yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Um, drop zone. Gary Busey, of course. Uh, Michael Jeter in there. Corn Nemec. One of the greats. One of the greats. <laughs> Malcolm, that movie would cost like $200 million now, just in salary. <laughs> Malcolm Jamal Warner in there. It's a big cast. Okay, $300 million. Mickey Jones. Of the month. Grace Zabriskie. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of Clark John. I don't know. I'm just going to start reading the extras. <laughs> Timmy Deadlock in there. <laughs> um, Nancy Butler. She, J- Jesse Crossman. This was after... This is a year afterwards. Continuing yeah. she on, she parlayed hard target into drop zone. Mm-hmm. That's a that movie's not good. No. Just so you know, drop zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wesley Snipes. Oof, it went bad. It went bad quick. I, I always like. Uh, no. I always like Wesley Snipes. I mean, he it went bad, Snipes. and then Blade. Lift him back up, right? But there, were, there was the there was there, a there was a shallow period in there. Are there any good Wesley Snipes action films before Blade? I mean, he was yeah, action films or good movies, yeah. Because I mean, New did Jack great City. stuff with Spike Lee. Did, but as uh, far as you know, Pulp. I mean, Boiling Point's awful. Passenger Fifty Seven's awful. Drop Zone, Murder Sixteen Hundred, all awful. You forgot about the Art of War, Rising Sun. Also bad. Wasn't he in that? He Ray, was yeah. Connery, yeah. Art, Art of War? Art of War. That's Jesus later. Christ, that, was really, <laughs> that was really bad. That may have been the worst. That, that might be the best back-to-back gunfight. They, like, they don't even have a wall between him, mm. him and Michael yeah, so Bien. They're in a hallway, and they miss each other completely. I, I, Two feet away from each other. You're Empty for, clips. You're forgetting miss. the classic, Nick. What? Draw, uh, Demolition Man. No, that's a great movie. It it's is. a great, great movie. We'll eventually do that on the movie Microsoft. You're also forgetting another classic. I'm waiting. U.S. Marshals. <clears throat> we, I mentioned it. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. He did. He did. That's what we were talking about, uh, Downey. Damn it. Yeah. Um, 
Major League. Yeah, that's White Man Can Jump. New York. He's been. Like, he was in a couple good yeah, movies that weren't action, action movies. Yeah, that weren't mm. action movies. Like he was in those comedies with Woody Harrelson that people liked. But yeah, he he hasn't made too many. Good you know, a movie movies. he should have been in, The Accountant. What? <laughs> so horrible he's in jail for a while thanks he was in jail and then then he got out to the expendables the fan that's right was he in that yeah expendables two three two three three he's working now i wish they'd do another blade with he's, him. he's aged great i don't I mean he still looks good he yeah he does he um I, I he was so fun in Blade. I even liked him in Blade Three. It was, I don't think I think the Goyer complained that he sucked, that he was awful to work with in Blade Three. But he's fun in Blade Three. He's just he's not the problem. He's fine, but he's but, barely in it. But but he's I not mean the Dominic uh, Purcell. Yeah, not. I mean, sorry, not the, not he's, an I mean, he's, he's my Dracula. Maybe he's not your Dracula. He's my Dracula. Oh, 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 oh,